See them walking hand in hand across the bridge at midnight. Heads turning as the lights flashing out are so bright. And walk right out on the four-line track. There's a camera rolling on her back, on her back. And I sense a rhythm humming in a frenzy all the way down her spine. Kids on bikes. Kids on bikes. Kids on bikes. Kids on bikes. Allison, do you, uh, AG, do you happen to know what that <laughs> reference is from? Is that from your wedding vows? See them walking hand in hand across the bridge at midnight. Dun, 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 dun. It's freaking Duran Duran, guys. Come on. Ooh, nice. <laughs> wow. What a pull. I was needed that weak ass shit. <laughs> Kids on bikes. Weak ass shit. Thank you very much. Because kids on bikes. I I want to apologize to my players, my listeners, anybody who's never listened to the show, anybody who might listen to the show or died before they could. I think you were just too cool in the 80s. I think that's the problem. That's it. That must have been it. The malls couldn't contain you. The the mullet (laughs) in the malls couldn't contain me. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I was 100% a Peter Venkman uh, hairstyled like the the cartoon ghostbusters not actually bill murray okay uh i'm talking lorenzo music at the height of his powers not garfield that he was the guy who did the voice of garfield back in the day he was also peter Vangman. caleb was a handsome high schooler imagine paul giamatti in high school I hate your goddamn guts so mm. fucking Paul <laughs> <laughs> Giamatti. I'm imagining Caleb with the haircut from uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Is imagine that accurate? the ugly guy from Sideways and basically <laughs> take his Hello? face. Like Im- imagine somebody punched him, stung him with a hornet's nest, and then sent him back in time. That was me in high school. Thomas Hayden Church, no. That's, yeah, Thomas Hayden Church. Guy from Wales. <laughs> okay, so last time was really exposition heavy. It's one of the big chatty episodes where all the baddies are revealed for the most part. And right before the, uh, the, uh, the giant descent into uh, chaos before they confront the big bad itself. In other words, I got to do a bunch of uh, fairly similar accents because we're in Texas. And then uh, I, th- I, and I got to do Chad's dad, but then again, everybody gets to do Chad's dad. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so anyway, so last week was a little chewy, as we like to say. Basically learned, in a nutshell, that the secret behind Walter Weeby's magical toy manufacturing and animatronics were the, was the fact that there's something about the town itself that he could tap into in order to uh, get all these m- magic toys to sort of come to life and become uh, just these, you know, almost fairy tale constructions uh, out of something like from the Nutcracker or something like that. And that uh, after his mysterious disappearance, the, the mystery had kind of gone with him to wherever he disappeared to until the mysterious character who now looks like Selena and now goes by the name of Helia found a way to sort of recapture or rediscover that uh, miraculous technique of his in order to create uh, a series of devices that the cult known as Heaven's Door can use to achieve their ultimate goal, which is to leave the planet Earth. 
by way of this incredibly articulate and extremely complicated life-size board game that takes up uh, an entire floor in what Chaz's father has uh, has built for them, this enormous reclaimed missile silo in the uh, in the middle of town. And so the secrets are slowly becoming, well, actually, I should say quickly, becoming uh, revealed that uh, Helia is actually this a much, much older character that has uh, has in the past sought to conquer death and now yearns to conquer life. The character known as Verity is the head of Heaven's Door, uh, seeking none, nothing other than uh, a, a gateway uh, into a heaven that she and her cult minions feel that they deserve. And stuck in the middle with us is uh, a whole bunch of kids uh, and their bikes are probably outside or stolen. Chaz, I know your dad's a huge dick for siding with the bad guys and everything, but look at this place. His craftsmanship is amazing. This place looks awesome. I mean, if I, if this thing wasn't attached to evil, I'd be all about everything about this place. It looks incredible. Yeah, well, you know, I, I hate to compliment my daddy right now. I am very upset with him, but he is so good at what he does, you know? You are, you're, you're right on the... Dang it, daddy. Every inch of this building has been just right right on point. It's a real Al Borland. <laughs> uh, Mad Dog Montgomery uh, standing next to the uh, the uh, sweat-clad and red Azik wearing cult members just gives you guys a proud nod and a, a squinty little smile and says, Yeah, Al Borland, he, I owe my construction expertise to 10,000 hours of watching this old house. Actually, that's, that's not... a Bob Vila joint, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Al Borland's evil asshole brother. <laughs> Your father's right outside, son. I, I will go and tell on you without even breaking a sweat. I will. I will tattle so hard. I threw a bottle at his face last episode. I mean, five minutes ago. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> you threw it very poorly, by the way. Yeah, you, you kind of sucked at that. Yeah, I'm not an athlete. Oh, daddy, you, you're going to be a tattletale now? You keep on adding disappointment on disappointment. I don't know where you went wrong, Daddy. Ain't right. Mad Dog, he, he does like a small double take. He stumbles even though he's standing still and his jaw drops. His eyes sort of go gaping for a split second before uh, his brow wrinkles. And he says, Son, you really mean that? Am I, have I done? He looks around him at the, at the, the work of a lifetime that surrounds him. He says, have I, have I done, have I done a boo-boo? Is that what you're saying? Heart's not in the right place. That's what I'm saying, Daddy. I don't care what they've given you. Aristotle's still dying, and I still have a broken leg. Yeah, he turns to Verity. He says, maybe we shouldn't let that child bleed out while we wait for them to complete this uh, incredibly uh, convoluted and long-winded uh, uh, end of the act of this uh, of your tr uh, transfiguration and apotheosis, uh, Verity. Just a you know, just a thaw. Stay with us, Aristotle. And Verity, her eyes ablaze, says, "Only the healing power of Walter Weeby's gifts can save him now." Uh, I believe medical attention would also save me. Just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> Silence, boy! He, she screams. You can have your life-saving medicine and or technological mirac miracles once you activate Heaven's Door. And with that, she 
slams her palm upon the uh, balustrade that uh, surrounds the enormous game board. Electrolyte, who's kind of frozen in place. I kind of imagine... Uh, is anyone like else this. just a little uncomfortable with a kid master telling us to activate Heaven's Door? <laughs> you, you should be well used to it by now. What does this board game... Does it remind us of any board game that we'd be familiar with? Mousetrap? It looks like a colossal version of the game Life, except that instead of having... It's got this weird topology... It's got this large sort of metallic oblong structure in the middle that kind of looks like a, a big rectangle or you know a megalith, except that it's hollow. It's, it's only like a frame, which is now humming and glowing slightly blue after Pat answered their question. Does it have the big spinny thing in the middle like life? Or is, is that what you're talking about? No, it doesn't have a big spinny thing, nor does it have a giant bubble like the game Sorry. What it really has is it has a giant sort of motorized walkway that carries you through the variety of different topology. It's like, I guess you could kind of compare it to like that weird ride at Disneyland that takes you through all the miniature uh, cities and what have you in the different Disney cartoons. Except that going through, instead of going through a whale's mouth at the beginning, you go through Heaven's Door at the end. Gotcha. Awesome. Mm. Let's boggle with the bubble, by the way, not sorry. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm boggle. <laughs> Pat is uh, kind of a little bit flustered, uh, having blown uh, her question, their question, since the only thing that Pat knows how to respond to is the word meatloaf. Uh, <laughs> and she sort of, she clutches her her fragrant goat head even tighter as if it were like a teddy bear you wonder if pat ever had a teddy bear probably not it was real dead bear <laughs> it was a daddy bear that's what it was <laughs> she's helping hold aristotle up who is continue you know his uh, his wounds are slightly bound he's uh his shirt is sort of sticking to the uh eviscerated side of his uh torso a uh, penny passed me up with a little bit of rubber cement and it's holding up very well thank you and occasionally she lets out a Ugh. I don't, I don't feel so good. Oy. Pat, I love your voice now. <laughs> I smoked three packs of cigarettes in past five minutes. <laughs> oh. You don't want to know where I was hiding them. Can I have a cigarette? Can I have a cigarette? You don't want one of those cigarettes. Yeah. You do not want one of these. These are made from weeds found only in Chernobyl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thought you were going to say goat head. Yeah, I'll, I'll just get one for my sister. Never mind. These cigarettes smoke you. <laughs> Oi, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> she really does look rather pained. She almost looks as bad as Aristotle, except that she isn't actually bleeding. By the way, be careful. Um, Sorry, flip here. Be careful uh, <laughs> of s smoking those, because I, I heard that the government puts microchips in there, and by microchip I mean tiny little potato chips, because this is probably before microchips. <laughs> so just be careful of that. That's all I wanted to throw out there. I just imagine uh, Flip just addressing the camera with like a Mr. DNA <laughs> from Jurassic Park in the shape of a cigarette. <laughs> There's a microchip inside my filter. <laughs> He's like the, the with a paper clip that they used to have on Outlook or whatever. That's... Oh, Clippy. <laughs> Flip Clippy. Why do you think that we don't have microchips in the early 90s? <laughs> <laughs> You're the tech expert. We do have camels. <laughs> and then he looks up and says, what's that iron bird? <laughs> <laughs> I'm into conspiracies, not facts. <laughs> 
Anyway, oh. watch out for the tiny potato chips. Look, yeah, they'll <laughs> give you chip lung. You talk talking about that with me the other day. That's right. Chip lung. Uh, Aristotle, um, as you guys are uh, shooting the poop, uh, wasting time while you're bleeding out, uh, you actually feel for a split second uh, Pat let go of your arm, almost as if she stumbled or lost her balance for a second, and then you feel her arm grabbing you again. It's it's uh, it, You lost your balance for a split second, almost as if she disappeared for, for uh, uh, the briefest of, uh, of moments. She's got chip lung. So. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, man. The, the hits keep coming. That happened quick. The moving walkway, or, or I should say the, on, the, on the game board, stops uh, right before the strange platform or sign sort of snaps out of the, uh, of the floor around your feet, and it comes to point directly at Clarence. After which you hear a, uh, a roboticized uh, version of Walter Weeby's voice coming fr- uh, projected all around you. What is your favorite color? Man, I really wanted to say, what's your clearance, Clarence? <laughs> <laughs> Does this thing know if I'm lying? Black? Verity shouts above the, uh, the, the seismic hum that is sort of uh, taking over the inside of this huge chamber. It most certainly does. I kind of say it under my breath. Oh, I like a deep fuchsia. The manly kind. <laughs> it's it's fine to like fuchsia, bud. Don't worry about it. Oh, man, Mike's going to beat me up for sure. The painted tableau of Walter Weeby spins round. And uh, there, on the backside, you see exactly the same thing as you saw before. This sort of strange sort of technological pla- uh, sort of flat panel in this really, really weird dark gray and projected above it in the strangest, almost vertigo-inducing way is a, a beautiful, uh, bright fuchsia spot. It seems to project out from this uh, screen. It's beautiful. It seems to call I to step you, in it. Clarence. I, I approach it. I I know a spotlight when I see one. <laughs> oh, all right. It's, it's something that you could actually reach out and touch with your hand. Oh, um... I step forward. It's Clarence time. Penny reaches into her backpack for an encyclopedia and looks up the airspeed of an unladen swallow just in case. (laughs) (laughs) I phone a friend. I know who I'm calling. African or European? (laughs) There we go. (laughs) It's 24 miles an hour either way. (laughs) Or 11 meters per second if you're uh, in a, you know, um, metric society. The, uh, The fanfare that sort of echoes around Walter Weeby's voice immediately takes on this uh, this sort of fantastic harp and uh, woodwind section and you hear Walter Weeby's voice in a deep echo uh, resonate around the chamber Scalatron, the lord of harm, stretches out his muscled arm enslaving all that's good across the realm in his way, a heart of gold, a mighty hero, and behold, his mighty muscles and his page boy helm. Who am I? That would be the hero known as Strongor. Nice, way to go. Clarence answers in beautiful, clear, resonant, confident terms. He flickers like a television. And then... He vanishes. You banished him with your knowledge. 
<laughs> Mid-celebratory truffle shuffle. <laughs> did, did he get that right, or...? Uh, Clarence, you truffle shuffle in uh, in triumph, and immediately from right behind you, you feel uh, a you know a, a clothed knee, the feel of a flat table or tray, and you you hear a, a sort of a, a deep sort of smoker's growl of a woman as she says, "Behind you, honey," and you see that you're in a what appears to be a kind of uh, generic-looking 50s diner that you swear you've seen on television a hundred times before. Oh, great. I was getting hungry. There are shapes that occupy the various tables and booths of this diner. They all seem to be more or less uh, human-sized or human-shaped, sh- human except for the one that's uh, directly uh, in front of you, in which you see a flickering form in the shape of uh, a young lady who's holding a goat head and a rather attractive looking, almost ageless Italian-American lady who's got wavy hair, dark hair. She looks a little, she looks a little (gasps) punk. You're Penny's friend, Jenny Garofalo. And she looks at you and she says, oh God, another one. Pat, is this what, what are you doing here? And Mrs. Garofalo, you're, I I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm cooler for just talking to you, or you're less cool for talking to me. I don't know. No, 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 no. Just, no, 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 no. Shut up, shut up. Look, just call me Janine. Yeah, enough of that. Thanks. Look, what I really want you to do is this. You need to save your friend, because she's in a lot of trouble. And this one is, she's almost blown it. She's kind of in a state of what we call quantum uncertainty at the moment. It's a lot of it's a lot of bells and whistles, a lot of pluses and minuses. There's a lot of moving parts here, kid, and I can't explain them all to you. But trust me, Walter Weeby's machine is playing with powers that even he really didn't understand. And I don't have a lot of time to say it. By the way, did you want to? Did you, what kind of flavor of milkshake do you like? Oh, I peanut butter and chocolate. If you if you got it, peanut butter and chocolate. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, she looks at you around your, I should say, your periphery, and she's like, "How about just chocolate?" Yeah, okay. I mean, honestly, it's just, I'm, I'm just happy to not... Look, I'm just trying to be sweet, kid. You you look like a nice guy, and I, and I feel like you you and I could get along great, but you don't need the calories. All right, anyway, sweet. What'd you offer? <laughs> you need to go back, <laughs> and you need to save her, because she is in a load of shit, and just a tremendous amount of shit. Which friend? We're all in danger. Her? Pat? My sister? Uh, isn't it obvious? Aristotle? Who? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, the, the kid that looks like Linus. No, look, here's the thing. I need you to just go back, make sure that nothing happens to her. Otherwise, this whole shit show is going to get crashing down all around our... And with that, you uh, blink and you are back in the deafening thrum of the game chamber. I say in front of everybody, you can count on me, Miss Garofalo. <laughs> 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 Boy, I thought I was getting loopy from blood loss. Where am I? <laughs> Aristotle, the um, moving walkway sort of jerks to life again. As it moves, the, the panel in front of you, Clarence, a ghostly image appears on the panel. It looks very similar to the, uh, the sort of strange device or token that Pat had so much trouble with a moment ago. It takes the form of a big uh, sort of glowing square, or I guess kind of like a scrounge square. And the 
Instead of showing the outer solar system, it now shows the inner solar system from the sun out to Jupiter. The three buttons then, right? That is correct. One bigger, one smaller? One bigger, one smaller, and then the, uh, the, the dots, a great big dot, tiny one, a slightly bigger one, uh, one about the same size as the, as the uh, second, one nearly the same size, a little smaller, and then an enormous one. And there is a large glowing ellipse goes in and out of that frame there. All right. I'm a kid, played a lot of video games. This isn't the best user interface, but I could see that some thought went into it. I'm going to go ahead and hit the big one. Big money, big money. All right. I uh, touch the big one. The enormous spot in the middle is brightly highlighted all of a sudden. Oh, um, and I hit the one in the middle. Okay, the one in the middle. The one slightly, the, the incredibly small one next to the enormous uh, large one is uh, is brightly highlighted. Mercury. Your guess is that that would be Mercury. Exactly. All right. Oh. Clarence is pretty smart when it comes to sort of, I, I guess I would say uh, astronomy. So it, 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 I'm not even going to require a role for this. You're, you're a pretty bright. And Clarence, I didn't say Mercury into the microphone. So if you want to say it. I didn't hear you at all. Talk about, you know, the, <laughs> the hot planet. Super freaking close to the, the sun. Absolutely the not. The hot planet. That's the one. Let's, the hot let's hit the next button. Bam. Boom. Uh, seven inches from the midday sun, you see uh, the second uh, spot out from the middle, uh, brightly highlighted. Okay, let's, okay, so if that's Mercury, then that must be Venus. The machine has no response. Okay, that's right. It's not a verbal machine. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see, I remembered... When Pat, she uh, she solved hers by zooming out. And then it zoomed in. From there, we could see the comet. So let's zoom out further. Big one. Uh, you kick the spot again, or I, sh I shouldn't say even click it. You just sort of press it with your finger. I punch it, but like unathletically. <laughs> like with like a, like a, uh, like a limp-wristed downward strike. Huh. It's designed for Clarence's lip, lip, limp wrist and throwing style. Love it. Yeah, it's. It, Is that why people call me Lamar in high school? Exactly. If it's, <laughs> you're not sure if it's like holographic, if or if it's not even really there. But regardless, even if it doesn't exist at all or has no mass or volume, it still hurts your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just thinking about it hurts your wrist. You're like, ow, my knuckles. Yeah. Oh, karate has not paid off. I'm gonna have to go home and put my brace on. <laughs> so the the third little dot away from the largest one is now highlighted and you can clearly see that the that the ellipse has sort of followed the trail out from the middle of the largest dot every single time you've pressed them so now it's sort of like in orbit around th that third dot all right so I, guys i think it's saying that the a comet that the cult members, to include Chaz's dad, are uh, that it's passing by Earth. I'm not a cult member. I just, I just, I'm a contractor. These guys just set me up really nicely, even though I, I feel pretty bad about it by now. Even though they swore to, to cure my diabetes and let me eat ice cream with my boy. Clarence uh, starts to say something and decides to ham it up. He limps extra hard on his broken leg. Oh, well, you know what, Mr. Oh, oh, sorry, my leg. It's hard to stand right now because nobody will get me medical attention. I'm sorry. Let's go back to selfing this. If you want medical attention, you must play the game, screams Verity. 
just like the American system. <laughs> and that's why we have to kill the filibuster. <laughs> this is an American tale. You can bet after all this, there's going to be a huge copay. All right, well, looks like uh, let's zoom out again. Let's see where. Okay, so zoom okay, out again. So you click the largest square, and the highlighted image of what you imagine Earth. Uh, it can now clearly be seen connected to whatever this orbiting body is in the outer solar system. It is now, there is a clear line connecting them. Then I'm going to hit the middle button because I think that's the confirm. The other two seem to be select left and right. The middle one I think is confirm. Bam, I'm going to punch that. Let's find out more about this comet. I think that's how this works. Bam, you punch it. Ow. Oh, damn it. <laughs> kind of punches at it. Yeah, Mike, you are tragically unimpressed. <laughs> Mike, can you come so, over and punch this thing for me? Punch you? No! Never mind, stay away. You didn't kill that thing at all. <laughs> These buttons don't have a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. This button has no dick. <laughs> I will cock punch you right in the button. <laughs> Alright, press the, you press the spot again and immediately the panel swivels around with this uh, mag almost like a magnetic uh, musical chime that immediately sends a thrill of endorphins through your body. You know this very well from playing innumerable board games and video games through your life, uh, Clarence. You've done well. You have got yourself like one point or whatever. Score! I may not be good Fantasy. at sports, but I'm good at this game. You know what? Let's play it forever. The moving walkway comes to comes to an end. As it does so, you can clearly see that the enormous sort of uh, three-dimensional rectangular frame in the center of the of the board, which you are now sort of you can now tell that you're kind of rotating around the entire chamber in, uh, is glowing a bright blue, and you can kind of see like this odd, hazy, foggy glow coming from the spaces in between the metal frame. Can the others see this? Uh, it's starting to look more and more like a door. All of you can clearly see it. Uh, the cult members are enraptured. Uh, most of them are just staring, eyes widened, mouths agape. With the exception of Mad Dog, who keeps looking around himself. Chaz, give me a... I want you to give me a, uh, a brains roll. Oh, good. I'm awesome So that would be a those. D4. Yeah. You're the best. <laughs> um... Wouldn't you rather have Flip do that? <laughs> <laughs> Chaz has the ability to ask Flip tough questions, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he actually, he knows his dad pretty well. Ooh, I rolled a whole three. Yeah, you did. Out of four. <laughs> you can clearly see, you're not sure, but you've, you've never really seen this on your face, on your dad's face before. It's like, it's a very, it's an expression you seldom encounter. Your dad is expressing doubt, and he's, it looks like, judging by the, well, I'm not going to go too far into it, but he's definitely, he looks like he's in the moment of uh, changing his mind about something. Man, that look on his face is mighty clarency right now. It is. It's very clarency. I look simple all the time? Is that what you're trying to say? It's like, Ouch. doubtful. <laughs> I look dumb as fuck. All the time. Unsure of yourself. I've never seen my daddy look like that before. Not sure what that means. 
Aristotle, as soon as the uh, moving walkway comes to an end, you are dropped to the ground. Ow! <laughs> oh my god! land on your knees rather painfully, and Pat is nowhere <laughs> He has a busted seen. ankle and he's just dropped from the air. <laughs> oh no! What happened to Pat? I was supposed to protect her! Guys, what happened to Pat? Oh man! <laughs> Miss Garofalo is never going to forgive me for this! You see the way he just fell? <laughs> Aristotle! Oh my god! The game will adjust. He has a busted ankle. You're going to laugh at someone for falling on their hurt ankle? Uh, but, ah, uh, jeez, that, that ain't right. I thought you were becoming a good kid, and then you go laugh at... That's not right. I'm so pissed off right oh, now. Oh, come on now. That was hilarious. <laughs> Harrison, I know you know CPR, or you know first aid. Is there anything you could do? Um, Clarence, who told you to take care of Pat? Mr. Janine Garofalo, I... I after I answered that last question on the, on the hollow board where I punched the board and hurt my wrist... Um, I, I answered correctly. It's something happened, and it sounds crazy, but I was in this 50s diner, and Pat was there, and so was Janine Garofalo, and I mentioned that you're my sister, and she seemed totally cool, and she gave me a high five, and she told me how popular I was, and then uh, she told me to protect Pat, because I was the only one cool enough to do it. Clarence, did you get hit by the ghost car? You sound like I did after the last time I got hit. <laughs> Where's Pat? Yeah, Pat is nowhere to be seen, but the rest of you had no idea that Clarence even disappeared at all. Okay. It was, he, he literally, uh, he, he, you had no idea what he was talking about. I didn't disappear? You guys didn't see me vanish? No, no, you were still there, just just standing there. I'm not crazy! Uh, we, we kind of don't notice you most of the time, but that's something different. I'm not crazy! Is there a reason you didn't uh, tell us about this until right just now? Remember when I came back, it was to Janine Caruffle. There's a lot going on right now, and I'm in a lot of pain. I'm sorry. I'm not hailing this well. I think I'm going into shock. Am I pale? I yeah. walk up I walk up to my little brother and say, get a hold of yourself, and I smack him across the face. <laughs> and then we're all lined up behind her like in the movie Airplane waiting to smack. I fall to the ground. <laughs> Mike has a gun. I start punching my fist and grinding it. <laughs> uh, I'll walk over to Clarence. Yeah, I'll walk over to Clarence and uh, pick him up off the ground and carry his his crying tiny form over to the side so <laughs> he can get along with the game. <laughs> I'm short, but I don't know that people call me tiny often. Right, let me order some uh, first aid on you there, buddy, and uh, see if we can get you back in the fight. Thank you. I don't want to hug the spotlight, please. Uh, somebody else. <laughs> Verity shouts from the sidelines, He doesn't look that badly hurt. Second or third aid should probably cut it. <laughs> Second or third aid. That's a, that's a villain joke. Second or third aid. That's, a, that's good. That's solid, solid bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, as long you're aware that you're like a really bad person. Okay, like that makes... I guess it makes more sense. I don't know. I'm still really confused. But yeah, you're, you're a straight up villain. Dang. If this game didn't require children to play it, we would have been at heaven long ago. However, you are the missing mechanism that the game requires. So just play and your part. And you could just ask some kids to, like, hey, you want to play a game? You have to, like, get them all beat up and busted up and deny medical attention before. Like, you are, you got some work to do, lady. Dang. I don't tell you how to do your job. You just do what I tell you to do, or else your friend is not going to get any band-aids. 
Uh, you know what, lady? Uh, sounds to me like you need us, so why don't you be a little nicer? Well, it does seem that way. However, your friend needs us. So if you have any compassion in your fragile little teenage bodies, you will complete this game, give us our just reward, and then you will get your dues as well. Should we play chicken or the something? Pan- the, the game... What if What if we don't agree to play your stupid game unless you give medical help to our friend? Mad Dog kind of arcs an eyebrow, impressed, and he looks over at uh, Varen, he's like, yeah. What if What if they decide not to play your game? Verity shrugs. What if we play this game instead? And I get on the moving walkway and I say, in about five years, this guy Jamiroquai will do this cool thing. (laughs) And I start singing virtual insanity on the moving walkway. It's revolutionary. (laughs) I can see the future. And over in the corner, you see someone on the phone saying, it's your cousin, Marvin Jamiroquai. You know that sound you've been looking for? (laughs) Marvin Jamiroquai. Check this out. But they both have those stupid hats on. Flip, <laughs> <laughs> where'd you get the hat? I brought the hat. It's in my backpack. It, it takes up most of the space in my backpack. Anywho. Um, <laughs> Helia also sort of arcs an eyebrow, and both uh, uh, she and Mad Dog kind of regard Verity uh, with interest. Mad Dog shrugs uh, and says, Yeah, we're... we're what if they decide not to play your little game there, Verity? Uh, looks like you've been out outsmarted by a bunch of uh, by a bunch of uh, uh, meddling kids. Uh, a bunch of dying meddling kids, <laughs> for the record. Now give us superpowers. Put us in that machine. All good things to those who wait, says Verity. Uh, she snaps her fingers. One of the Strongors standing beside her. Uh, reaches behind his back and pulls out what appears to be a 9mm Beretta and places it in her palm. She looks at you and says, Now this may seem rather... Oh, pedestrian and plebeian. It does. But... <laughs> and she points directly at Mad Dog's forehead. What's walking across the street have it to do with... The, I'm so confused, Flip. <laughs> <laughs> Is Mad Dog is uh, Chaz's dad, right? That is correct. Continue the game, or else you die, he dies, you'll all die. Chaz, can your dad uh, dodge bullets? I, I um, <laughs> Does Verity have a cock? <laughs> I can do some punching. Get to punching. <laughs> I described Verity in the past as being really Tilda Swinton, but your guess is that no... They don't. All right, I'm fresh out of ideas to do on this one there, boys. I don't <laughs> Electrolyte has super strength. You could be Wolverine to his Colossus and fastball special it. Um, Chaz, <laughs> how much do you like your dad? <laughs> I mean, he's being cool right now. He's fighting for us, so I'm I starting to like him again, I guess. Um, uh, uh, an aside, didn't, isn't he a, a bad guy in this? <laughs> He he. Are you asking me? I'm not going to tell you who. He uh, he built the fucking Death Star. <laughs> yeah, he's a contractor, but now he's clearly having doubts about being affiliated with these people. That's what's going on. That's actually kind of timely as well. I think it actually, yeah, yeah. I think. It, oh, actually, no. You're a couple years early. Sorry. 
I'm trying to figure out whether I give a fuck or not. If he's going to get shot in the head is what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, uh, do a give a fuck roll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> roll for give a fuck. <laughs> roll for conscience. What, uh, what, how many, what sides? It's a, it's a no, D2. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, you don't get to do that. <laughs> it's called a coin, and it's a D2. <laughs> oh, geez, God. The reason he's being threatened is because he just championed for our benefit is, is what's happening. That's exactly right. It's a D5, and that's a dreidel. And he's close at hand. Do we continue to play this game? Because I thought I had one up on him by... Well, we have like an hour left. I mean, oh, you mean that? <laughs> she doesn't mean the, the, the podcast. She means. No, I meant the board like, game. F- I'm like, fine. Yeah. Do we no. continue playing with Caleb or Should not? Should I even keep playing this fucking game? No. <laughs> Every people. <laughs> she really gets into character. <laughs> no, I'm asking. It's sounding like that we don't have a choice here and we have to continue to play the board game. Yeah, I would agree. I think they called uh, called the bluff, and they got the the upper hand. She'll kill all of us if we don't play. She's not playing around. Verity gives you a uh, a, a sort of a, a very uh, you know uh, an innocent sort of uh, look. She looks genuinely sociopathic at this moment. Her eyes wide, m- uh, mouth sort of half smiled. She says, "Even if." Mr. Montgomery here does fall victim to your mercenary tone. That isn't the end. As I've said before, the good doctor, not a doctor, says uh, Selena slash Helia. Helia. Verity shrugs. Death is not the end. Death has been conquered in this room by the people in it. We can bring him back. You won't like him, but we can. Stronger. Faster. We have the technology. Convince the world that he is dead until we find a way to, to stop the raging beast within him. Dun, 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 dun. Are these more Duran Duran lyrics? <laughs> Penelope, you were at a crossroads. What do you decide to do? Can I get a hint? <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so death isn't the end. We can bring him back, but you won't like him. Sometimes dead is cemetery. better. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Chaz's dad is a good guy or a bad guy. Do I care if he gets shot? Give me a brains roll there, Penelope. I know you're a charming girl. She is threatening to continue to shoot the rest of us after my dad. So I thought that was pretty... Oh, Penelope, should I answer should I keep answering questions? I kind of feel like peeing myself. <laughs> Again. I think you should. Five. Nice. Looking at Chaz's dad, you can clearly see that he's got a couple of beads of sweat appearing on his forehead. He obviously, uh, being from Texas, this probably isn't the first time, and a contractor, <laughs> that he's had a gun leveled at his head. But you can clearly see that he's his hands, one hand is at his side, fingers splayed. The other one is behind his back. And if you didn't know better, you could see that he was holding something. Large, black, brick-like. Black tar heroin. <laughs> That's it. He's, he is holding a gigantic, he's an opiate drug lord. <laughs> in addition to being a master carpenter. 
Chaz, what should we do? I know your dad's tough. He's he's General Schwarzkopf in the Desert Storm reenactments. Does he, does he have a plan? I feel like what I'd like to do is I'm going to reach in my backpack, grab that bottle of whiskey, and sort of pull it out of the backpack. And as I, and I hate to say the phrase, whip it out. As I whip it out, I purposefully let it go, but make it sort of look like I've lost control of the bottle so that it flies across to the opposite side of where the person holding the gun to Mad Dog's head can see. My, my attempt here is to distract him so that the Mad Dog can wield whatever weapon against his captor that he's hiding behind his back. Ooh, that's going to be tricky. Again, uh, let's do He's a... actually trying to keister that heroin. <laughs> <laughs> she actually startles the trigger man and he shoots him in the head. <laughs> Let's say this is actually a... Okay, this is a physical one. So I'm going to say it's brawn. Uh, roll a d6 and add one. Five plus one. It sails across um, and disappears from you. It lands more... I mean, it was... You're honestly... It wasn't meant to be... You, you were shooting for distance, not for accuracy. It sounds like you uh, you succeeded. Uh, tell me where it lands. Who's holding the gun to Mad Dog's head? Verite? No, no. One of the Strongors, right? No, the one of the strongers handed the handed the pistol okay. to her. So, Verite is looking at Mad Dog with a gun to his head. So the the whiskey bottle is going to land and break out of her view, in hopes to get her to turn around to look at it. Oh my head! <laughs> oh no, my whiskey! When she turns, can I try to um, slingshot? All right. So Penelope undercover of her friends, really. She does a remarkable softball throw. The TV show, by the way. Correct. Uh, with the with the help of Phoebe, who uh, was a mugger, actually, and deserves jail time, uh, the bottle of whiskey goes sailing across the room, and you hear a very loud shattering of glass, a spattering of liquid that uh, you can clearly hear over the thrum of the uh, vibration in the room. Verdi's eyes flicker left, right, she snaps her fingers to her left and right, and Strongors immediately start branching out and uh, start casing the joint, as it were, leaving her uh, alone with Chaz's father, Mad Dog, and Helia, who is uh, flanking Mad Dog on the other side. Okay. So it's just the t it's just the three of them, where the, the, the Strongors are sort of like, and I'll say that there's three of them as well, are slowly making their way around the periphery of this enormous round chamber. Nice job. Those Strongors really want whiskey. <laughs> I know about bottle throwing. That's some good bottle throwing there. <laughs> She's pretty. you are super impressed uh, with that, that underhand uh, whiskey toss. Flip, you wanted to see if you could get a shot in? Yeah, I wanted to see if I could hit the captor if, when, while distracted with a slingshot ball bearing from my old wrist rocket. Does the wrist rocket have a name? Canonically, no. Alright, let me think about that. <laughs> Is there a, a failed NASA rocket from 1991? Oh god. <laughs> oh god. I mean, you can always go back to the Challenger. <laughs> name it Art Bell. Alright, so uh, Flip, uh, you need to give me a fight roll. Okay, a fight roll. Um... My, so looks like my fight roll is D12, is that right? That is correct. Okay. I rolled a two. Mm. 
<laughs> he hits Chaz's dad. Can I give you three diversity tokens? I have three. I still have some. No, that's true. That's true. Okay. Um, yeah, Chaz, you can add some. Allison, you can add some. Uh, Erthottle is still a little woozy from off the blood, so he's going to take them away. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the way it works, Dave. <laughs> he's chewing on one. <laughs> hey. Flip, you rolled a two. Chaz, you're going to add three. Al, uh, AG, how many uh, more? I have five. How many more does he need? Oh, he's going to need at least. That'll be four more. He needs a nine. He, he rolled a two plus four. one, though, right? All right, so. Uh, Thank you. Everyone. So, Flip, what did you intend? Well, I was trying to strike Verite with the ball bearing in such a way to give Mad Dog a better chance to free himself. So hopefully... Or use that black tar heroin to smash her in the face with. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just kind of thinking if, if Verite Make her OD. turned away at the bottle crash to try to use that uh, chance to wrist rocket her in the head. Yeah, Sid and Nancy, that lady. Yeah, Tie off her arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for the temple. Oh my gosh. All right. So that is what you intended. <laughs> What happens is, is that it sails uh, past her head, ricochets off the wall behind her, leaving a nice big paint chip uh, that is a bit of ricochet and some debris. Immediately, Verity swings around, uh, allowing, giving uh, Mad Dog a chance to make a grab for the pistol. Yeah! Uh, the sp- right at the same time, the panel snaps up in front of your faces. And you hear oh. uh, a a uh, along with a familiar fanfare. What is your favorite color? <laughs> and you can clearly feel Penelope that it's talking to you. Fuck. That is not a color. <laughs> that isn't a color. And shame on you. I love that voice. Don't worry, Penelope. Canonically, this thing allows you to cheat. Like, I can just feed you answers. What are the colors for the... What's the name of our high school again? Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris Chuck High Norris School. school. <laughs> and it's red, right? Red and white? Yes. Um, a Chuck Norris High Red. Duh. <laughs> That's blood red. <laughs> you can feel like the entire chamber sort of vibrates. There's yeah, totally. <laughs> of, that, of that weird uh, sort of... Uh, gear grinding noise and you hear fire enough and then immediately uh, the fanfare turns into this gentle sort of tinkling bell of a uh, sort of like a celeste you, you guys all feel very sort of Christmassy and, and gingerbready mm. as uh, the soft sultry voice of Walter Weeby caresses your ears in Bakingburg, my sure is sweet. There's someone there you'd love to meet whose friendship's just as sweet as honey. With hugs for all and lots to spare, I've got delicious smelling hair, even though my name's a little funny. Who am I? I forget what we're calling strawberry shortcake. It was like a uh, uh, Huckleberry Grunt or something. Summerberry Grunt. Summerberry Grunt. I whisper to her, but she doesn't need to hear. Okay, literally all of you have said it now, <laughs> and the 
the gigantic game board is like, come again. Is the answer Penelope? <laughs> um, Summerberry Grunt. There is a triumphant fanfare, you guys, you that you've heard several times now. It's it sounds like it sounds like winning, and it gives you a little jolt of uh, of pure. What's the what? What is life the thing? force? Uh, the, the dopamine. Oh. There you go. It shoots it. It shoots your life force. You've got a health bar over your head that jumps like five points. Well, I thought it was pretty cool to have one of those. That's <laughs> cool. To have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> get smaller. <laughs> my awesome Zelda hearts tattoo on my wrist got filled up a little bit more. <laughs> it. It's like straight out of Ju- straight out of Jumanji, the new one, not the old one. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um, so uh, the panel flips around, and a beautiful half red, half white spot levitating gently off the surface of the screen is uh, again, it's very vertigo-ish, very odd. Clearly see that there is a small square, a large square, and a, a large a, a, a very large square in the shape of what you can imagine to be a screen that looks as though a uh, it's a line connecting this, uh, I want to say an artifact or some sort of thing out in the uh, which you would imagine to be the outer solar system connecting directly to that of Earth. The line, however, is now um, terminates in a parabola looping around Earth. Hmm. What the hell was that word you just used? The fuck did you just call me? God, it's a parabola. <laughs> Take tr- I just said the word parabola, says the narrator. Punch it in, it's parabola. <laughs> oh, you almost got to your cock punched. Oh, Mike hates to feel dumb. <laughs> you yeah. Watch your mouth there. No one can cockpunch the kid master. All right, all right, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Break that fourth wall, Mike. Punch its neck. <laughs> Punch the fourth wall in the dick, Mike. You can clearly hear the sound of scuffling from behind this enormous panel, but from where all of you are sort of uh, <laughs> ensconced, none of you can stand off of the platform on the moving walkway that you guys are are uh, currently standing on without being shunted right back on. Virtual insanity. So you're kind of stuck. <laughs> God damn it, Jamiroquai. Yes. Why? Okay. <laughs> it's going to be catchy. <laughs> Will she push the red candy-like button that beckons her ever forward? <laughs> her jolly candy-like button. <laughs> <laughs> Will she hold out, folks? Can hold she out. hold out? <laughs> What will she do? <laughs> that was nice, Caleb. That was like old times. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I can't! And then I hit... <laughs> I, hit I hit the red-white <laughs> spot there. Oh, God. Okay, great. Uh, there is a loud grinding noise. Steve uh, <laughs> As the machine... Uh, makes a really loud jerking uh, and the panel swings around and disappears, revealing uh, that uh, the scene has grown more violent. Uh, Mad Dog Montgomery is holding what appears to be a very large oversized walkie-talkie in his hand. You haven't heard any of the uh, the noise or, or uh, 
uh, dialogue going on because of the just sheer volume of this room now, especially uh, with that ridiculous fanfare going off every single time the uh, walkway moves, which includes right also, now. Also, uh, I am bleeding very loudly. That's right. Contributing to the noise. The, the you got your large, super glue. Take it easy. Glowing rectangle in the center of the game board is now glowing incredibly brightly. The room is illuminated by a blinding blue glow that happens to flicker off and on every once in a while, and you guys can clearly see that through the, this uh, bizarre um, three-dimensional rectangle, you can now see shapes start to coalesce. They look like uh, a star field, or perhaps buildings on a, uh, stacked on a horizon. Uh, something s- straight out of like Flash Gordon. It just, uh, it it's only it fits and spurts, but you can clearly see it. It absolutely looks straight out of your deepest, darkest science fiction dreams. Like the cover of a Yes album. If you have them, Penelope does not. <laughs> or the cover of a Yes album, same thing. Can we shake it like an etch a sketch to get a different setting? <laughs> uh, yeah, the machine is actually shaking you as you are now being shunted along the moving walkway. Uh, around the, uh, actually very close to the center, even ever closer to the center of this enormous board game. Um, Does anybody else want a Jamiroquai hat? I actually brought some extras for you guys. (laughs) If you want, I got two, three, five more, four more. As if. I love Cat in the Hat. Yeah. (laughs) This is virtual insanity. I don't know. Flip gone. Die now. Kids on bikes insanity. I um, forgot. Um, this thing's the, vibrating around so much, I feel like one of them old football games I used to get when I was a kid. Janine Garofalo <laughs> also told me that we need to be careful that if, if this Walter Weeby building this machine, us completing this is bad, we might be doing something really bad by winning this game. We should ask Mad Dog. He's, he's the one that built this place, right? I mean, if you need to consult your uh, blueprints here, I've got them. I stole them from you earlier. Is Mad Dog beating the hell out of that lady? Yes, uh, Verity seems to be uh, wrestling with him, taking him down to the uh, to the floor. Uh, Electrolyte is still stuck in his sort of weird stasis field. That it kind of looks like the beginning of Superman, which like those two hula hoops, uh, where he's like put his he's like got his hands nice. firmly on the side of this balustrade. <laughs> Helia is uh, witnessing this, arms folded, uh, taking a few steps back, and uh, she, Selena, Helia, whatever we want to call her, retreats down the hallway. Uh, she uh, pushes a button on the uh, side of the chamber and does a quick egress. The walkway stops as uh, Mad Dog and Verity, uh, you know your dad is pretty sto- uh, pretty strong, pretty stonk. <laughs> that's what we call it in our house it's like strong and and and, and stomp you know he's pretty strong he, he put a lot of money into gamestop um <laughs> it's like stocky and strong he's strong and he smells the panel goes up again blocking him from view clearly now that he's shouting uh entry code is one six uh zero four seven four one six zero four seven four. Then Verity is like grunting, and her eyes are completely bloodshot, veins popping out on her forehead as she is uh, struggling to strangle your father. You've got this, Daddy. I'm, I'm proud of you again. 
I'd help, but I keep getting shunted. <laughs> I keep shunted. The panel snaps up right as he says, Power of Schwarzkopf! <laughs> and then immediately the, uh, the panel snaps up and you hear Walter Weeby's voice say, What, what is, your is your favorite color? color. Harrison? Mike? You can clearly say that he's talking to you. Both? Harrison and Mike, he's talking to you. All right, what should we tell him? I mean, I always go with blue, but uh, what are you liking there, big guy? We've, uh, you know, I've liked being a partner with you. I mean, I like re- I like blood red, but uh, we can go blue. That's good, too. That's like a bruise. <laughs> L- let's just put them together. What is that color like? Uh, violet? Purple? Like a uh, like a bruise purple. Let's go with that one there. Bruise purple. Well, they're talking. Is there a way to, for any of us to get out now that we have the code to grab Aristotle and get out? That's the code to get into this room, I believe. Not off the path, right? Nice, nice job, Clint. Uh, Clint would be right. Uh, well, job, player. <laughs> you good, good, good work. <laughs> C plus. <laughs> Jolly good job, player. C plus, that's the highest grade I've ever gotten in my entire life. But I want you to die. I want you in the games till you die playing. <laughs> that's a Tron joke. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I feel like that'd also be a tattoo that Chaz would have, die playing. <laughs> yeah. I want you I want you in the games till you die playing. Um Okay, uh, all right there, son. We're going to go with uh we're going to go with purple. The panel swings around and clearly you see a spot hovering over this flat gray screen in the sh- in a beautiful vibrant violet purple of some v- familiar shapes sort of coalesce on the panel. You see a small square, you see a large square, you see a uh familiar looking screen that has uh what uh, your friends have identified as the sun all the way out to Jupiter, with a line connecting what appears to be some sort of strange object out in the outer solar system, with Earth with a dotted line connecting them, and a parabola looping around them. You can clearly hear the sound of struggling. Get off me! I will have your tongue. You know, things things like that around the... Well, it's around getting pretty the, heated over there. there. <laughs> I, I said... Mm, get off me now. Um, don't like that. Nope. He turned into Sling Blade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's meant to be Sling Blade all the time. Hey, Koontz, what you think we should do here? Uh, you think you're strong enough to uh, throw me off this panel and over there? I still got this gun uh, hidden in my waistband. <laughs> I knew there was a reason I still liked you. <laughs> of course I can throw you that far. I can throw anything any far. Any, any far. Yeah, any I can far. Throw any far. Any far. <laughs> I can throw anything any far. That's going on a t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I love it. So I grab I grab Harrison and I throw him. Throw me as hard as you want to punch me in the dick. <laughs> hey, you hey, ain't Dave, ready uh, for that. Dave, say that action again using his full name. I grab Harrison Kuth and throw him <laughs> as far as he needs it. Dave, I would like you to roll a... That is a, uh, a brawn check. So I need you to roll. Not Dave. Someone else. Sorry, the other uh, evil Dave. Oh. Um, <laughs> Mike, I need you 
to roll a 1d12 plus one. Your knowledge of fighting is more like martial skill and just sheer experience. You're not you're not a beefcake. That's uh, that's more like Chaz's side of things. I rolled a four plus one, so that's uh, fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> close, 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 close. Uh, does anybody have any uh, adversity points that they'd like to spend on Mike? Because that's not nearly enough to throw a friend. What is he trying to get to? He's going to need to get to 14. Holy fuck. I don't think we have enough I between us. I told you, I rolled a 14. <laughs> I don't know if anybody has any more adversity points I've got one, left, but I, but, uh, I don't know if we have that's true. enough to get I must have some. I, I don't recall using them. I I have them written down okay, for some reason. You can spend these five, Flip. I'll let you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and AG can spend uh, their one, and that'll take him up to 11. Not gonna um, do it. I'm, 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 sh- it's not gonna I'm do she, it. her. Just. <clears throat> oh, I beg your pardon. Uh, well, I just, I sort of generically call everybody they these days. I'm so sorry. Uh, but I will call you she, her from now on. <laughs> sorry, AJ. My bad. It's okay. <laughs> Jesse, you're a they. You're always a they. I am. Yeah. Even so, you're gonna be like two, two off. So what you can tell me is what you intend, and then I can say how the story sort of fights back a little bit. I intend to throw Harrison Kinth as far as I can, but realizing I might not be able to make it, I throw a little high so he can kind of hit the ground and roll a little extra distance. Where where do you throw him? Where you need to go. (laughs) I need to save Mad Dog. Where does he want to be thrown? I'm just a thrower. I'm not a thinker. (laughs) Throw me towards Mad Dog. I'm throwing him towards Mad Dog. Wherever you throw, there you are. Any far. All right, uh, here we go. All right, so what you do is you attempt to throw him like right onto Chaz's father, and he goes a little, (laughs) it's more like a foul ball. Um, So what happens is he hits the moving walkway further out close to the the periphery of, of the game board. And he, it's going so fast out there, it's nearly like a, like a, a sander. You hit this thing and you immediately are rolled into like a Sonic the Hedgehog type ball <laughs> there, Harrison. And you are bounced up into the balustrade and about 10 feet away. So you're gonna take, a, you are now, uh, let me, actually not injured, technically you are now, burr, 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 burr. Is but a flesh wound. Yeah, you're you're not even wounded. Sorry, you are, you're technically uh, you're uncomfortable. <laughs> Oof! What I wouldn't give to be uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Am I so okay. uncomfortable that I can't take a shot? You can do, you can take a shot. Uh, however, you're gonna have to do it at a disadvantage. Uh, I'm gonna say you're gonna have to hit like a 16 or higher. All right. What would you like me to roll? Or sorry. Or or yeah, higher. That is going to be a... Uh, oh, God, that is a really good point. Well, to be honest with you, that's going to be a fight. By the way, Childmaster, good reference earlier. Sonic the Hedgehog came out this year in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> that's a Sonic joke. I throw some rings up in the air. <laughs> you can do it. So that's a fight roll. That is going to be a... Burr, burr, burr. I rolled a four 
plus one, which explodes. Then I only got a, only got a two after that, so seven total. Okay, so let me roll for uh, Verity. That is, is who you were shooting, correct? Uh, yes. Shoot the hostage! <laughs> Speed doesn't come out for another three years, buddy. <laughs> what? You mean the bus that couldn't slow down? <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> All right. That was awful. Tell me what you wanted to do. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I, I want to wait until Verite is on t- top and mounted on top of Mad Dog and then shoot her. Uh, aiming for center mass like uh, Sheriff Valdez taught me to knock her off top of him. Sheriff Valdez taught you to murder? <laughs> he told me how to save lives, dick. <laughs> By ending them. Why don't you go back there and cry some more? He taught me to shoot when mom's on top of daddy. <laughs> What's mommy doing to daddy? Uh, Verity uh, <laughs> clocks, uh, pistol whips rather, mad dog along the <laughs> uh, side of the head. Uh, he immediately goes down dazed. The uh, walkie-talkie skitters across the uh, floor of the, uh, the walkway surrounding the game board, landing oh, like two or three feet away from you, Harrison. And you can clearly hear her say something cheesy along the lines of, Time to put you down, mad dog. <laughs> oh my god, that's brilliant. Uh, she aims the pistol clear right at his temple, and then the, your gun... Tell me what you wanted to do. You want me to tell you again what I want to do? Or so? Well, do you have an action line? Well, I, yeah, I wanted to know <laughs> if you had an action line or if you just wanted to say, "Hey, you, get your damn hands <laughs> off!" Your damn hands off. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> These are my halls, bitch. <laughs> oh my goodness! You can hear, clearly hear this deafening roar from the game board. Language, <laughs> and uh, you hear your. Gun goes off. It's a shotgun, correct? Uh, no, this is just the handgun. Looks like she was just hit in the chest by a bowling ball. She uh, sails back a good four feet and lands on her back, prone. Nah, shooting, Tex. I've <laughs> been wanting to say that since I watched that movie. Fuck your shooter with a 50 cal? 50, 51, whatever it takes. But it's Sheriff Feldez's gun. I think he uh, packs some extra high power ammo. I'm not sure. It's more Explosive like a eight, 85 cal. It's a it's a uh, <laughs> it's a it's a 91 cal. It's a 1991 <laughs> cal. <laughs> His gun's loaded with justice. As soon as you uh, drop the pistol, uh, or the, as soon as uh, Verity goes down, you can f- clearly feel like a nice a nice big old welt uh, is um, opening up, uh, rising on one side of your uh, your cheek. There, Harrison. Okay, so uh, Mike, uh, you just chucked Harrison. You were left, however, with the uh, with the panel. Do you do anything else? Do you touch any of the uh, controls? Well, uh, what was the controls looking like again? Uh, there is a uh, a small square, purple, <laughs> uh, a large square, also purple, and what appears to be a the uh, appearance of the inner solar system out to Jupiter, a line connecting some object out in the outer solar system with Earth, and there is a parabola. That's uh, a that connects the two of them. Oh, Mike's taking a test. We're so fucked. Keep <laughs> keep talking like that. Let's see what happens to you. Right in the britches. Bam! I'm gonna continue on that line and just press the next uh, the, the 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 first square. Okay, the first square. Uh, the parabola changes and turns into a ellipse that now surrounds Earth. Mm. 
What do y'all think? Should I hit this next one? Big money, no whammies. I think you always double down on a lips. Dylan, hit the button, Mike, <laughs> quick. Hitting the next one. Last time I gave you answers on a test, you punched me in the dick afterwards still. Do you touch the, the same button or do you touch the the, uh, the larger one? The select The large. I press the larger one. Okay. There is a deafening gr- uh, grating noise from the uh, uh, from the room. Uh, you can clearly see some of the lights flicker. The interior of the of the uh, object, the door in the center of the of the game board, is now a solid, glowing, uh, ethereal blue. It's no longer foggy. It's no longer ephemeral or misty. You can clearly see that there are shapes taking form on the other side of this strange three-dimensional threshold. And it's uh, bathing the room. The artificial lights, uh, the fluorescence high above you, bathing the room in sort of like this artificial daylight, are dim in comparison. The entire room is shrouded in shadow and in bright blue light. Janine, is that you? What was that? Uh, you should definitely go towards the light. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking in a completely other direction. Has Poltergeist come out yet? Chaz, your dad didn't move the bodies. <laughs> Flip and Chaz, you can clearly see that the Strongors are slowly closing in on on Harrison's location. They're slowly moving around. Harrison, you can also very clearly hear, now with the grinding noise and the fanfare coming to somewhat of an end, that there is a voice coming from the others uh, from the uh, walkie-talkie at your feet. I'll pick it up. Mad Dog, Mad Dog, can you hear me? This is, uh, this is Charles. Charles this is here. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sad Dog. No, this is a. Uh, this is Charles here. Can you? Are you reading me? What happened? Charles, this is uh, Harrison Kunth. Why are you talking to that traitorous bastard? That traitorous bastard was uh, proven to be a bit of a double agent, my young friend. I believe he was uh, uh, switching sides, having completed his uh, character arc, and was now be- uh, and was now about to uh, uh, join the side of good, having disappointed his son. At least that's what I, in my wisdom as an NPC, have to declare. I <laughs> oh, pulled a regular Galen Urso. I like it. I don't know what that means, but I'd back away from that door if I was you, son. <laughs> uh, one of the Strongors, you can clearly see silhouetted in the light coming from the uh, the hallway, yelling all sorts of guttural threats. Uh, the rib off your head. Take a gigantic number two down your throat. <laughs> Language! <laughs> I didn't swear! <laughs> there is a loud trumpeting fanfare from outside the hall, and it's the mighty mighty bastos. <laughs> <laughs> Clarence starts skanking. <laughs> without without knocking on wood, a whole bunch of historical reenactors from two years ago come rushing into the uh, room uh, wearing their topest uh, combat fatigues. One of them is apparently on a sawhorse and carrying what something something that looks like Captain America's shield. Oh my God! It's the Desert Storm reenactors. We're saved. 
the toughest guys in the town. <laughs> Several of them immediately start tackling the Strongor, who is knocked off balance because he's he is he has a high center of gravity. I mean, mm-hmm. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're only shooting blanks. That's right. <laughs> falls on his back. Hey, who told you that? Um, <laughs> the panel hasn't really... Uh, uh, it, it flips around again, disappears down, and uh, skittles the rest of you. That's a word I'm just using. I don't know why. It just seems like it would be appropriate. <laughs> Taste the rainbow, bitch. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. It deposits all of you uh, on a stable ring around the base of this enormous blue obelisk. You can clearly see on the other side that there are buildings. It still looks like a fuzzy three-dimensional photograph. It's not entirely clear. But yeah, the entire uh, room is filled with icy blue light and the sound of uh, uh, fisticuffs and combat from the outer periphery. Uh, the panel pops up one last time, swings around, and points itself at Flip. What, what is, is your favorite, favorite color? color? Well, my favorite color is the forbidden color, yellow-blue. The human eye cannot <laughs> see both colors at the same time. Thus, it is forbidden. <laughs> yellow-blue! <laughs> Nice. Yellow, no blue. There's a loud grinding noise and the moving walkway comes to a jittery halt. You did it, Flip. Comes to a jitterbug halt. We all dance real quick. You asked it, what is love? (laughs) The image on the other side of the uh, obelisk stays rather focused, however. Flip for a split second. You feel indistinct. And then you find yourself standing on the inside of an enormous rocky cliff. You can feel heat, volcanic-like heat, assailing you from beneath. You are standing right on the edge of a vast precipice. It is at least 30 feet down, a good 20 feet back behind you is the hallway that you just walked into to... uh, to get into this room. The, there is a, a bright red volcanic pyroclastic glow emanating from the fissure between you and the other side of this room, which is a, a similar precipice on which you can clearly see your friends. It's a good at least 25 feet over to where you see uh, you see Clarence, uh, whose arm is dangling uselessly at his side. He's got a makeshift uh, sling. You see Aristotle who is whole, but desperately trying to pull Penelope up because she just teetered over the edge of this precipice a moment ago. Mike and Harrison are nowhere to be seen. Chaz, poor Chaz. You know that Chaz was nearly sawed in half in the room of uh, decrepit toys that you left a good 20 minutes ago. Flip, you don't know exactly what's going on here. You feel like you're having some sort of like a dream, but you can remember everything that took you up to this part. You remember coming into the cone, you me- uh, the teepee. You remember go- encountering the animatronics of uh, Walter Weeby. You remember seeing the room of discarded, decrepit garbage toys and how Chaz was nearly sawed in half. Mike and Harrison ran for cover. Penelope desperately tried to save her brother from, be- uh, from a similar fate. 
and then the rest of you uh, ran down a hallway and found yourself here. For some strange reason, you have this recollection that you took a right instead of a left, maybe, and you would have ended up somewhere different. I should have chose the forbidden color red-green instead of <laughs> yellow-blue. I, I, I'm so confused in this weird, woozy volcano room. Uh, Clarence, uh, you are you're um, unable to help Aristotle pull your sister up. Aristotle, you're trying desperately to reach uh, and pull Penelope up, but your puny little teenage frame it just isn't built for it. What are you going to do? Clarence or Aristotle? Aristotle, Aristotle's, both of you. Um, I'm, I'm going to bleed out. Aristotle, <laughs> you are you are not wounded. You've, you haven't been scratched. Well, I'm pulling Penelope up from this cliff, right? So I'm just going to do that. Why couldn't puberty have come sooner? I needed you now. <laughs> As I'm, I'm trying to help uh, Aristotle pull up Penelope. You hear flip for a split second. You hear like this staticky kind of like music uh, that you last heard. Maybe for some reason it makes you think of like a Denny's. Mm. You hear like this lady's voice from nearby saying, "Look, you're gonna have to yeah, save your save friend. friend. Your friend is friend in is deep, in deep, deep trouble. trouble. She's in She's deep trouble, trouble, and only you can save her." Save her. How? How can I save her? I'm all the way over here. There's all this lava in between. Look, I don't really have time to talk to you about this sort of thing. They're stuck in a state of quantum uncertainty. Okay, but I do have one question for you. Uh, what kind of milkshake do you like? <laughs> Are you going to fat shame him? Uh, well, I... Yellow I, blue. Yes, I like the forbidden milkshake, of course. Blueberry lemon. Um, okay, I mean, you look like a pretty svelte kid. I mean, I, I would have guessed that you could have used the calories, to be honest with you, but uh, sure. Okay. I'll, get you, uh, I'll get you a blueberry lemon, no problem. Uh, in the meantime, though, you're going to have to figure out what to do about, uh, about uh, your friend Penelope, because she's about to die being plunged into a, a simmering river of red-hot Legos. Lego? So, so, flip. flip. Yeah. yeah. I got to tell you, I know all the ins and outs of these things. You're kind of stuck in a, in a weird sort of state yourself. Uh, I don't have time to go into it. But if you. Every time I'm in Denny's, I feel that way. <laughs> to be honest with you, most diners are connected by a series of quantum entanglements. But I don't have time to go into that right now. Your friend. Your friend's Is there a back door out of here? So if what, you, is there. Uh, the only way out, Flip, is through. You're going to have to dive through. Okay, dive right into the you're Legos have to then? Dive. Uh, are you going to bring me the milkshake that's, before that's right. or after I dive in the... <laughs> I guess I'll go and maybe bring the milkshake later and I'll put it on my burnt wounds. Well, don't you understand what I'm telling you, Flynn? Mm -hmm. This voice gets kind of intimate as though the person was like whispering mm. into, your ear, into your ear, Flip. The only way for people to get along is for you to dive. For me to dive. They've been fighting this entire way. Don't you you realize my phobia is diving. I am called Flip because of my horrible dive years and years ago where I belly flopped. And no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Look, remember this who you're related to. to that? My backstory in some way. Am I some idiot? Am I some? Am I a dope who doesn't know the backstory? No, I'm Janine Grom. Oh, okay. I know everything I need to know about you, Flip. I know. I know where your birthday is. I know you don't like your stepdad. I know that he loves you, but doesn't know how to show it very well. You're going through some crazy stuff right now. Your main phobia is that everybody's fighting all the time. And that's the main reason why Chaz is gone. And why Penelope is where she is. And why Clarence is wounded. And why Aristotle 
Well, Aristotle's doing fine, but I guess that's one of the re main reasons why uh, why everybody's fighting as well. Yeah, and uh, you're just gonna have to figure out a way to to solve this problem. And the only way to get it is for you to die. Uh, all right, Janine Garofalo, I've I've always listened to you in the past, so look, it's just just it's just Janine. Okay, Janine, just call me Janine. This is Janine. I. <laughs> Hope that this dive will be redemptive for all my past terrible dives. Here we go! I try to uh, I try to do the flip that I failed at so badly years before. The triple lindy. Triple lindy. Let's cram in that backstory right now. It's basically just a regular. It's a regular lindy. Lindy, but three of them. The tr the tr you do what's known as the the triple dimpleton. Yeah. Um, the nice. triple dimpleton. Triple dimpleton. Away! The triple dimpleton. It's the only way for you to reach the other side. Okay, so you're going to have to make me a brawn roll. A brawn roll? D4? D4. Okay. D4. I rolled a three. Okay. I want you to tell me exactly how you steal yourself for this decision. Well, last time, my biggest mistake when I did the dive was in midair. I closed my eye. This time, I swear to myself, I will keep my eyes open and I will save my friends. Okay, here goes. Trips dimps. I run and I and I think uh I think positive thoughts. And I leap from the cliff. You leap over this steaming uh, cr crevasse throwing your arms in front of you, limbs, toes pointed behind you. You reach the far side and manage to grab onto this sharply uh, serrated uh, jutting outcrop right beneath and below Penelope. It gives you just enough leverage. You can feel the, the, the sharp rock crumbling under your fingertips, Flip, as you figure some sort of way to Take your sweaty little finger, fingies and uh, <laughs> wrap them around uh, Penelope's tennis shoe and her Reeboks and just try to shove her, give her just a tiny bit more leverage and shove her up. Go, Penelope, go! It's called a cupie in cheerleading. There you go. Oh, yes, there let me go. prop you Penelope. up like a male cheerleader. I would like you, Penelope, to do a fight roll because you're technically fighting for your life. So that's a D10. 10! Oh. Explodes. Roll it again. Ty Bo's paying off! <laughs> Five. Alright, so that is a 11 plus 6. So that's a 17. I was going to say that you had like a difficulty of 12. Tell me what you do. What are my options? <laughs> okay, so I'm being... <laughs> you're up, well, you're, you're trying to save yourself and you... You can feel that somebody is possibly flip. You don't know exactly how it's physically possible for flip to do like a twenty-foot dive, but he reached the rock underneath you. And what did you? What did he say? What did you say that was called? Oh, it's a cupid doll. There you go. He cupid dolled you up a good foot, maybe you know, sixteen inches, giving you enough leverage to push yourself into Aristotle's. Uh, Basically allowing Aristotle to reach you and pull you up. Okay, so I get pulled up to... Okay, to the top of this uh, 
precipice. You are inches away from Aristotle's sweaty face. The two of you have had so many close calls. You have had uh, a, you you've been on uh, this crazy trip for a long time. Aristotle, this dear sweet nerd, he and for a split second, Penelope, you're reminded of uh, Seven Minutes in Heaven. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dinosaurs. Good callback. If you guys don't remember, Dave, uh, at part of the in episode zero, you guys uh, had a connection. You guys, uh, you you were the homeschool kid. You went to a party. You were instantly famous at this party for one night. You were in seven part of your night. You were in seven minutes in heaven with Penelope. It was great for both of you, but you didn't make out. You guys just talked. You were just talking about dinosaurs the whole time, and she was really into dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> just nicely recap. Allosaurus. Just. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I guess the thing that I don't understand is Aristotle is no longer bleeding to death. Oh, wait, we're still in that dream? Yes. You're still in the dream. I'm still down here by the lava. Don't worry about Flip. Just giving props <laughs> to my friends. Literal props. And All right, for, but for a split second there, uh, Aristotle and Penelope, you guys are sort of like, you you feel relaxed and, you know, reunited for a, a split second, you feel safe. Okay. Flip, keep climbing so I can help you. I clamber up uh, Hobbit style. Brawn roll. Brawn roll for a d4. Yep. I rolled another three. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, that's not great. Okay, so Flip, you can clearly see Aristotle uh, pull Penelope to safety. Clarence. Uh, and by the swing. way, as I pull her to safety, I hold her up over my head like that move from uh, Dirty Dancing. <laughs> this could be yes. We both saved her equally. Good job, Aristotle. <laughs> I was going to say you you dip her like Elliot does in E.T., but okay, fine. I was right there with you on that imagery. <laughs> <laughs> All these frogs jumping around your feet. No, never mind. Uh, Clarence, you reach down to uh, as Flip's grip slips. You go, we go. <laughs> A nightmare takes wing before your very eyes as Flip, his eyes locked onto yours. The, the rock crumbles under his fingertips and he falls into the river of molten Lego. No! It should have been Mike. Can I, f I would like to fall uh, a la Alan Rickman at the end of Die Hard. That's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. You fall, just, you do a magnificent arm spread out Hans Gruber right into the goddamn uh, molten Legos. You, uh, you feel the heat. You, uh, you can feel your, your, uh, your sweat sort of beads flying away from your face in anti-gravity. It's a bizarre sensation. It's almost peaceful before you hear this deafening smack. The breath is knocked from your body as you hit this uh, red-hot uh, molten wall and open your eyes and you're back in the room. Oh, I was going to do the Terminator thumbs up thing as I went down into the lava. <laughs> <laughs> your heart's in the right place, but you didn't actually die Ooh, here. I'm back. You died there. As you snap back uh, back to reality, oh, there goes gravity. gravity. 
There goes Rabbity. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's mom's spaghetti. Okay, the uh, there are a there are now at least two dozen historical reenactors in various states of military dress uh, swarming the exterior ring of this chamber. Not a few numbers of the uh, Oboyono Sheriff's Department. Harrison, what are you doing? I stand up and I run after Selena. I need to give her a message from her manager. <laughs> God damn it. Best line of the episode. Several members of the sheriff's department, several deputies stop you and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, Junior Cunts, what are you doing, buddy? Hey, Harry, Harry, what are you doing? No, 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 no. Stay here. Oh, my God. Buddy. Is that, uh, whose firearm is that? Is that, is that Sheriff Valdez's fire? Oh, my God. That's that's crazy. Oh my, come on, buddy. No, 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 no. Stay here. We need to debrief you. Yeah, we need to debrief you. Several. Uh, He's just a kid. Why are you guys trying to debrief a kid? <laughs> oh God. No, we don't mean like debrief as in pulling down your brief. No, 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 no. no. You don't, that's not what I'm talking about. No, you don't understand. No, look. Harrison, Harrison, we know how uh, how you uh, well versed in police procedure we are. We were just trying to do you uh, a solid and just let you know that we we're also sort of well versed in the terminology. Anyway, uh, kid, 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 you, you put down the firearms. I know you're 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 fine. We know you've you're totally checked out on them, but uh, you're we just need you to uh, uh, put down the weapon so that we can uh, figure so that we can figure out if uh, if you're injured. Uh, we we've got. Uh, yeah, several of them are now talking into their uh, into their lapels and, and uh, walkie-talkies into their uh, their squawkers. Several of them are now vaulting over the uh, the balustrade. The walkway has stopped, so you're now all being swarmed by various members of the first responder team, EMTs, cops. Just as Arist- uh, Aristotle sort of blacks out, they uh, they manage to carry him out on an improvised gurney uh, that they that they put together out of uh, a couple of metal planks. Uh, Flip. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Flip. Chaz. I I, kind of spaced out for a minute there. (laughs) I was just thinking, like, what what if, like, all this was fake? Like, I was already dead or something. And I was thinking, like, what if I died, like, a little while ago in, like, the toy room or something? And uh, what's going on? Uh, Yeah, it's actually not so bad, Chaz. It's very peaceful. (laughs) <laughs> you do seem pretty like at peace. Very tr- tr- tri- tri- tranquilizers or whatever that's called. Maybe we all died. I just swam in lava Legos. Plus, there's a, there's a heavenly Denny's lady about to bring me a milkshake. So I think, yeah, this could be the afterlife. Oh, you saw Janine Garofalo too? Did she fat shame you as well? No, but I was kind of digging on her frames. I might get glasses like that eventually if my eyes go bad. <laughs> Uh, Flip, your your stepdad slowly uh, wanders into the room as well. Uh, several of the cops are uh, hey Jeff. escort you, uh, Flip, and uh, the rest of the children. Unless any of you want to do anything else in this bizarre, strange uh, well, I can't uh, house leave of yet, Step Jeff, because I'm still waiting on this beautiful lemon blueberry concoction. Uh, <laughs> can we just hang tight? I assume she's going to use gelato because not really a normal flavor combo but can we just maybe jeff like looks at looks at you looks at one of the cop and goes yeah he's delirious yeah get him out of here mm. uh, aristotle pipes up and says uh, i i actually would not mind leaving this place as well 
We'll say Clarence has to be dragged out. Do, do I have to come up with a favorite color? Because, like, I've been thinking about that this whole time. I can't decide, like, is it because there's a lot. You guys came up with some good ones. Like, I, dang it, I wish I came up with Chuck Norris. Right? That's badass. But then, like, you know, he got purple, which goes good with my eyes. And then, like, I so. Oh, uh, Chaz. Yeah. If, if you get to play the space game. You should take a look and see if you can see your ass. <laughs> Holstering that one for a while. <laughs> what? Is Pat's uh, cigarette, did it fall out of her mouth when she got teleported away? <laughs> <laughs> I would say, try to let Janine down. Where's Pat? I let Janine oh, down. Oh, by the way, it's a good thing that I let you guys all wear all these Jamiroquai hats. It gave me room to stuff her goat head into my backpack. <laughs> Get that for that's canon. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> it absolutely I is. I don't know what happened to her uh, goat head. I'm trying to help. <laughs> Thanks for keeping the goat head in play. Keep the goat head in play <laughs> like a volleyball. Don't let it die. The goat head is actually still here. Pat is nowhere to be seen. Oh no! Oh no! It's it's like the end of uh, every cop movie ever. You guys are find yourselves in the back of an ambulance in the parking lot of the teepee with a blankets over your shoulders, various EMTs fiddling with uh, saline or with bandages. Hmm. This is like the end of Die Hard. I'm surprised we're not in the way of them operating on this child. All of us <laughs> in here. Where's Electrolyte and... And is Pat some EMT is like who shoved glue into all of his wounds? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Is That's there exactly a Twinkie right. around here I can eat? We'll have to cut it out. Uh, one of the EMTs says uh, no, but a couple of the guys are are uh, having dessert over at uh, Dessert Storm. That's the uh, ice cream parlor right across the uh, the parking lot over there. Maybe I can get my milkshake there. Yeah, the uh, the big uh, reenactment was uh, was today. It's a shame you guys miss it. Uh, what the hell was going on down there? I hope those EMTs are enjoying the dessert. Uh, Harrison, what is? Yeah, what what kind of story? Uh, you you guys probably need to come up with some sort of tale to tell the uh, the cops here. They're gonna want to know exactly what what's going on. Especially uh, anything you tell will probably be thrown into some sort of doubt unless it comes from. Harrison or Flip, uh, you, what happened down there? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pipe up and say, uh, let me tell you the story of the negligent, negligent homicide of a homeschooled friend. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's gonna be that scene in a dark room with a a little um, <laughs> rickety light overhead, and they're interrogating Flip, you know, and then he pulls out a candy cigarette and lights it. Mister, you don't want to know. I expected Selena coming up like T-1000 behind the ambulance. (laughs) And Mike having to dick punch her uh, in a final boss battle. I love that. Um, I love that too. And then the the Twinkie Twinkie cop from Die Hard shows up to... I think you mean Alan. Al. uh, That was his name. Carl Winslow. Oh my God. Thank you for joining us. My name is Caleb Cleveland. I've been your wonderful kid master on this uh, mag- magnificent and unforgettable episode of Kids on Bikes uh, in a campaign that I am calling Kids in Toyland. So uh, I'd like to introduce uh, the players to you all. Uh, Mr. Dave Wright as the, I guess, uh, the pugilistic uh, Mike Cochran. Uh, where can people find you, Dave? 
You can find me on all social media at the right with W R I G H T Dave. As opposed to the I, wrong Dave. I think I, I might be wrong, but I think this is the first episode Mike didn't punch a dick. He wanted to. <laughs> there weren't any dicks to be punched. There, that's true. Put me in a room full have, of robots. Nothing I can do. You have a bunch of toy people and female antagonists. It's I imagine a, in the end, out of frustration, he punches himself right in the groin. <laughs> he punches his own dick. He's like, not nearly satisfying enough. <laughs> He's all one per episode. Just to feel. <laughs> um, as the uh, fantastic Chaz Montgomery, we've got uh, Clint Beicher. Clint, where, where can people find you? Uh, well, you can find me uh, at the local dessert storm just trying to figure out what my favorite color is in case that very difficult question comes up again. Uh, <laughs> and you can also find me at C-L-I-N-T. B-E-I-S-H-I-R on most social medias. Perfect. Uh, as the unstoppable and uh, time-traveling uh, Flip, Flip Dimpleton, where can people find you? You can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy. We're spelling J-E-S-S-E-E-G-A-N. Comedy. You know how to spell that. Uh, at Gmail. At Gmail, that's my email. Look, can I start over? You can find me. Absolutely. <laughs> you can find me at Sarah Lee Steiner. You can find me at gmail.com. <laughs> Magic. No, Jesse Egan Comedy <laughs> on all social media. And uh, thanks for a good one, Caleb. It was really fun. Uh, the uh, strapped and packing Harrison Kunth, uh, where can people find you uh, as the, uh, un- the, uh, the unstoppable Joe Camacho, I should say? Thank you so much for, play- for giving such a uh, fantastic portrayal tonight. Uh, you can find me patrolling the hallways on Twitter at HotCop69. I just believe that Saracen's <laughs> social media stuff. It's just, it's just the worst. <laughs> so uh, we also have, and now we have the wrong Dave. Uh, Dave Callens, where can people find you? Uh, aside from dying, coming back to life and dying again. Yeah, Aristotle, you can find him in the Child Cemetery, just on the outskirts of town. Uh, <laughs> me, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Sharkodiet. That is the saddest cemetery. Just children? <laughs> There's a big clown statue out front, which I thought would help, but it really doesn't. No. <laughs> yeah, Texas. Fucking Texas, man. <laughs> I, I would love a side adventure where it's uh, the fantasy, the hallucination Aristotle had. While he was like, it's like Little Nemo in Dreamland. The adventure Aristotle had while he was having in a coma. Sort of like what the Pyro sees in uh, Team Fortress 2. It's like the child version of what dreams may come. It's going to be really fun. <laughs> With us is uh, Allison, Allison Gill as the magnificent Penelope. Uh, Allison, oh, I'm sorry, Penelope Peterson, I should say. Allison, where can people find you? Sure, you can find me on Twitter at Allison Gill. Two L's in Allison, two L's in Gill. I would love to see you there. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for playing Woo-hoo. with us. I think that's like five or six L's. The inst- Unstoppable Damon Mercado, uh, where can people find you? Oh, I'm so sorry. Let, let's try this again. Damon Mercado, the uh, the ever-wonderful, the... the, uh, the Let's try this. A Effervescent. <laughs> Be honest. It'll flow easier. Yeah, you said wonderful and that threw you off. <laughs> this fucking guy. This piece of shit. <laughs> and then there's David Mercado as Clarence Peterson. What can't be said about Clarence? I think we've already said it. Anything good. 
pretty much. Uh, where can people find where can people find you, David? Oh man. I'm gonna have to edit out a lot of derogatory statements before this. Okay. <laughs> we are a toxic bunch. <laughs> you can find me at Dungeon Mercado on Twitter. Uh, also, feel free to check out, if you like the humor of this show uh, and you also like science, check out Science Faction. It's a comedy science podcast. And again, if you like the humor of this show, it's right up your alley. Um, you get to nerd out, but in a different, more educational way. As opposed to a childish uh, and sort of sophomoric way. And I've been your kid master, your storyteller, your art teacher, Caleb Cleveland. You can find me at Caleb is drawing on all your friendly neighborhood social medias. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Kids on Bikes, Kids in Toyland. Later, nerds. Thanks, Kid Keepers. Caleb's you. like Mr. Rogers if Mr. Rogers hosted a TV MA show. If, if, he, <laughs> if he hosted an, a, a mixed martial arts show. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if he hosted an episode of the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're gonna have some protein powder. All right, let's let's do it. You know, what, <laughs> you know what we don't need is a Green New Deal. We don't need that. That's bullshit.
Congratulations to our football players, Dwayne Donovan, Hector Angulo, and Cody Martinez on being named to the All-State team. You men, Coach Lee would like to remind you that you guys still aren't shit and nothing matters unless you clowns win state. Sounds like a great program to be a part of. You guys are awe-inspiring indeed. Speaking of the big game, after halftime, when you see our tumbleweeds run through that breakaway banner, don't forget to thank the homeschooled kids for making it. That's Aerosol Jones, Anthony Silva, and Jay Baker. Don't be surprised if they run away from you. They're not that used to social interaction. So just try yelling from a distance. They did spend a lot of time working on the banner, but due to their lack of social skills, they took some artistic liberties. You may notice that Chuck Norris has four arms and two heads. I don't think they knew exactly who he was, but we will get that corrected for next week. In other news, I've noticed a strange smell coming from beneath the bleachers during the game whenever I see Michael Cochran going below. Last week, it came to my concern, I saw a couple of kids join him. That was Harrison, Gabe, Chris Waltrip, and Matthew R. As a fair warning, fellas, myself and Sheriff Valdez will be personally walking underneath the bleachers during the game to see what the cause of this smell is and to find out if there's any nefarious deeds the young Michael Cochran is up to. Speaking of nefarious acts, I've got a lot of reports of vandalism around the school. Sheriff Valdez has personally assured me that he is at the top of his list of things to do, and he will get to it whenever the hell he goddamn feels like it. So for the people who keep spray-painting three kobolds in a trench coat was here, and torso full of bees for president, and Damien is... I'm not even going to go there. You need to stop immediately. We're on to you. The long arm of the law is coming, and nobody messes with Chuck Norris High on my watch. In happier news, please give a tumbleweed welcome to our new foreign exchange student, Pat. Jessica Oudbeer and Christopher Skelton have been tasked with showing them around campus and introducing them to everyone. I have been told she really likes goats and has brought a pet goat with her from her home country. Future Farmers of America, here's your chance to make your formal introductions and get another member. Finally, I'd like to congratulate Nastasia Egrin and Rob Wagoner for becoming the newest members of the Oboyo No Shares Department Explorer Program. This weekend, we'll be competing against our out-of-town rivals of the Dagnabbit Sheriff's Department Explorers Program. Most of their explorers are from our dreaded rival high school, Jean-Claude Van Dam High, so you know it's going to be a great event. Please come on out and support them. That's it for the announcements this week. Thank you all again, and have a great weekend.